Taming Crazy podcast with Alicia, Deb, and Sue, where each week we'll share our views from the middle. We're talking the ups, the downs, and everything in between of being a midlife woman in today's world. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. So we're back again. I'm Alicia, and I'm here as always with Sue and Deb. Hi, girls. Hi. Hi. Oh, that was really slow. Okay. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about midlife mindset. Midlife is generally the period between the ages of 40 and 65, which actually has now become a huge percentage of the world's population. How do you feel about midlife? And have you noticed a difference in your mindset now that you're in it? Yes. Um <laughs> <laughs> I would say there's definitely a more confident mindset. I think there's been a few different phases. You know, the the first phase, I think it's a bit scary um, just from what you hear from everyone else out there. But I tell you, being in the thick of it and being right where I am right now, I would say more confident, you know, less care towards what people think or judgment. I think just loving life more. Yeah, I have to agree with that because, you know, right now I'm very comfortable with my age. Uh, most of the time I forget how old I am anyway, but that's just down to memory lapse and bad math skills. Got nothing to do with being concerned with my age. <laughs> Although I did go through a period of time when I was very unsure of myself. But looking back, I think that was more to do with the anxiety that I was dealing with at the time. But now I feel much more confident in myself. I know who I am and what I'm capable of. Of, and I don't have time for the BS, which mm -hmm. means I spend more time doing the things I want to do instead of things that I think other people want me to do or what I think I should do. And I think this is definitely something that comes with age and experience. How about you, Sue? Yeah, I, I agree, actually. I kind of had a wobble after I finished my master's because I think I kind of did that on my approach into midlife. And then once that was done, I kind of had this feeling of being a bit lost again. I was like, oh, mm -hmm. was that kind of what sort of defined me? And now over the, like literally the past few weeks, I feel very comfortable with myself. And it's, I mean, if you'd seen the state of what I wore to work today, you'd have thought, who the hell got her dressed? But I was like, <laughs> you know what? I'm really very comfortable. And yeah. I don't care. You know, if you saw me from the top, I did actually look very professional. From the waist down, not so much. But, you know, at one stage I would have got really sort of like, oh, what most people think? And, you know, I'd have really stressed out about it. And now it's just like, this is me. Just, you got to get used to it. Yeah, yeah, take me as I am. That kind of yeah. attitude. And, and it's quite freeing, really, isn't it? You know? Oh, yeah. You feel like you don't have anything to prove. I find I look after myself and give myself more time, you know, for my things I like than I ever did before. You know, like yeah. self-care. Yeah, making yourself a priority, which, you know, women are not used to doing. No. And that's huge because, you know, you spend so much time looking after everybody else and that is really exhausting. And then all of a sudden to go, well, you know, what? everyone's okay if I go out for an hour to a yoga class or whatever, or if I go for mm -hmm. a run. It's just like, well, oh, I wish I'd always been able to do this. <laughs> yes. And you probably did. 
you know, we always had that choice to do it. It's just that we never felt free enough to do it or Mm -hmm. putting ourselves as a priority. I mean, who did that when you're younger or raising young kids, you Mm -hmm. know? You know, it's very much that thing of putting on the oxygen mask first before you put it on somebody else. It's just that Mm -hmm. it's not till midlife till we actually understand that fully, I think. Yeah. And it's funny, I was just thinking um, there was an acronym that kind of vaguely got floated around as I was growing up and it was JOY, Jesus, Others, Yourself. And I'm like, well, didn't I just turn that all around on its head? (laughs) (laughs) What is that backwards? It's it's like this is so much better. No, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah instead so... of joy, it's going to be oi, yeah, oi, oi, or yo. But it was funny that you know it's something that kind of came with midlife. It was like no, it's okay for me to believe what I believe, to say what I think, and mm-hmm. take it as you find it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Sue, when you were interviewing women for your dissertation. What Mm -hmm. surprised you the most? Or were there any surprises? How absolutely fantastic midlife is for these people. I mean, maybe I I got very lucky. Well, I probably did get quite lucky in (laughs) that the people that spoke to me were all really excited about where they were in midlife. So like, my youngest person was 40. My eldest was 59. So they were right at the the edge of the parameters that I was using. Right. Mm -hmm. But, you know, all the things that we're talking about, it was, you know, they were making time for themselves. They didn't give two hoots what people thought about them. They were finding so much excitement in all the things that they could now do in this new stage of life. You know, nobody was talking about retiring or settling down or anything. It's like, I can't, I can't do that. I've got this to do. I've got this to do. I've got this to do. And it was just really kind of good for me because I was like, oh, you know, sounds all right, this midlife malarkey. <laughs> that doesn't sound too scary. <laughs> I, can, I can do that. <laughs> I don't like the term midlife crisis. I think that has really got to get out of our vocabulary because mm-hmm. you know crisis seems like too strong of a word but and I mean maybe that's how it feels for some people but to me it's it's more like a shift or a period of restlessness I mean I really felt like I needed to do something different you know it wasn't that I was going through any kind of crisis but I just felt like maybe I needed to find a sense of purpose or you know something like that mm-hmm. but I know it's not the same for everybody but did you go through that too? Well, I think, I mean, interestingly about midlife crisis, when I started doing my dissertation, my um, advisor did say to me, stay well away from midlife crises. He said, just do not go there because you are going down a rabbit hole that you will never come out of. Mm. And, you know, I, I did look at a couple of things and I was like, no, actually, he's absolutely correct on this. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, with it, with a crisis, a crisis is something that's really quite serious. So a lot of things that we talk about in midlife, they're not crises at all. Like you say, it's a very transitional time of life. Right. And to call it a midlife crisis when, you know, you decide to go back to school or you go and buy a fancy car or you end a relationship that you've been unhappy in. None of that is necessarily a crisis. It's just you're taking the opportunity to do something that needs to be done or perhaps you didn't have the opportunity to do before. And yeah, I agree. We have to stop talking about midlife crises because 
midlife is not a time of crisis for most people. Well, it's got such a negative connotation to it. You know, the mm -hmm. word crisis is, you know, it means disaster. So mm -hmm. I prefer to say a midlife shift because to me, that's how it really was and how it mm -hmm. felt, especially now when you look back. But how about you, Deb? Does, did it feel like you were shifting through something or... No, it, it definitely did. Uh, and like you say, the word crisis, it, it does, you know, it's a negative feeling. And I think going in, I, I felt that way at first. You know, I was worried. I was nervous. I kept thinking things are going to go downhill. Mm -hmm. But the more I learned and understood about myself, it's definitely not the case. For me, it's just been a really great personal journey. You know, I like I say, just very positive. My mindset is completely different and I like it. And I'm, you know, way happier to be around, all that kind of stuff. I, I can see nothing negative. Yeah, you um, are a bit nicer, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, well, you know, for me, I didn't even know I was in midlife. I didn't even, I was so clueless to everything. My first realization that I was in midlife came from my oldest son. And I was talking with him one day and I said something and he said, well, that's because you're middle-aged. <laughs> and right away I turned and I said, I am not. Well, by this time, I think I was 52. <laughs> so he goes, mom, think about it. And I thought, he's right. And I really had to sit with that for a little while because I didn't even think that I was middle-aged. So that mm. was my first dive into, oh my goodness, I'm middle-aged. But I had to really think about how I reacted to that because right away I said, no, I wasn't. Mm -hmm. So I had to really do like a deep dive and think, why, why did I have that reaction? Well, I think when, like, I remember as I was growing up, if someone was middle-aged, then it very much had, you know, you had your bubble perm, you had <laughs> your big oversized glasses, everything was starting to fail. But, you know, there was very much that kind of mental picture that mm. I got with middle age. And you look around you now and it's like, that's not what it's like. It's not, not like that at all. all. No, and, and I mean, women now are healthier and living a lot longer. You know, mm -hmm. there's more men, women now reaching 100 years old than ever before. Mm -hmm. So if we are at the age of 50, we may have at least 40 more years to live. So I think having a good mindset about middle age is vital. If we yeah. think we're over the hill at 50 or 60, we're going to have an awful long time sliding down that hill. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's a big hill. It, it's a really big hill. Oh my goodness. And that's the thing as well. Like when you're looking at the research, nobody can actually decide when we, re when, see, I'm at it now, when <laughs> middle age starts. So it could be at 40 or it could be at 45 or 50. And then because nobody knows when it starts, nobody knows when it ends either. And because, as you say, sort of we're living longer, there is that shift now you know, sort of 50 is the new 40 and stuff like that. There's just that movement in ages. And we could all be living till we're 100 and something. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, a century ago, the life expectancy of a woman was only 48. Mm -hmm. So if you think how far we've come in that amount of time, that's pretty amazing. Yep. Uh, 
you know, I think too, the problem that I see some women go through with midlife is, you know, we're all trying to navigate or find our place in the world because there's no limits anymore, right? Mm -hmm. And I mean, that can be exciting, but it, it can also be a little bit scary for women who haven't yet gained that positive mindset about it. And we have so many more choices now. We see more and more women role models who are kicking butt well into their senior years, which is really awesome. But it can also give some women added pressure to maybe accomplish or achieve more. Like there's fewer excuses now, you know, especially mm -hmm. when it comes to age. What do you think about that? Yeah, I totally agree. I do think we have some, you know, great people out there that do, you know, the Oprahs, the, the people that have achieved so much, seem so young, aged so wonderfully, but have accomplished so much. And it can definitely make you feel like there's a lot more left out there to try to accomplish. Thinking about that as well, actually, Deb, you know, when you look at the lists, like every now and again, you'll see them and it's like the amount of people that have done stuff once they've kind of got to the 40s and 50s, like they've written the first novel, they've got the first TV show, you know, things like that. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. I think, too, it's almost a priority in time now, because I think all my life I wanted to write a book, but I never had time, never thought I could possibly do it. When you get to midlife, then you have this feeling of, if I don't do it now, when am I going to do it? Because if I keep pushing it off, pushing it off, I'm going to turn around and say, oh, I should have done that. And I, I don't want to get into the, the should-haves and the could-haves and the would-haves. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I want to grasp everything now and do everything that I want to do. And I think I see a lot more people doing that now. They're traveling more. They're opening up their own businesses that they never thought they would do before. So if you really look, you will see a lot of that around you, especially women, I think. Mm -hmm. Well, look at us doing a podcast. Who would have thought? You know, and I was saying that to somebody like today, you know, six months ago, I would have been like, oh, no, I couldn't do one of those. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, look at us now. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Okay, girls, we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> of course, like two minutes before we go on A, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, we're here. Yeah, that's right. And we're so, awesome. <laughs> well, yes, we are. <laughs> we are. But I also do want to point out that, you know, we all have different experiences and situations that can greatly affect how we see life. You know, mm -hmm. many women are dealing with, you know, illnesses, divorce, death of a loved one. They're responsible for children, grandchildren, ailing parents. So I think that all that will definitely make an effect on your mindset. Do you, mm -hmm. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think so. I think. You know, also seeing how the people around you are navigating it is really important. You know, sort of like sometimes you see people and you think, wow, you know, how do they do all that? And, you, you know, I, I know they're the same age as me, but they seem to be doing everything so well. And, you know, it's kind of important to see, to look and see that other people are in the same boat as you. And just because somebody looks like they've got it all together, it really doesn't mean that on the inside they have within in their four walls at home that it's all together and working as great as it looks on the outside and I think in midlife you're kind of able to to realize that we all have our struggles we all have our experiences and and what we bring with us but we still put one foot in front of the other 
and some days are better than others and if we have a bad day then we chalk it up as being a bad day not as being a bad life yeah i, I think that's really important to to mention is that you know it's easy to stay in that you know low mood and see around what everything is going wrong but you know putting all that that experience in a bucket and say okay this is what i have to deal with now but i can move on from it you know it, we don't have to stay in that mood i think the resilience like you realize your own resilience mm-hmm. when you're in midlife you look yeah. back and you think how the hell did i manage that you know how did we manage having two kids and you know one of us being a student the other working full time and yeah you look back and you think wow really we did that you know again we're awesome we certainly are we <laughs> yeah. certainly are deb i was thinking too you have a grandson has that changed mm-hmm. how you think and feel about midlife at all you know it, i imagine it does i i haven't really thought about it i i think he's just having grandchildren is just another part of the awesomeness, really. The good part of midlife. The mm-hmm. For me, it's um, like spending time with him is amazing. It's almost like a little bit of therapy because you do stuff with the grandkids that you didn't have the time to do with your own kids, you know? Yeah. Because they're going home, they're they're being looked after, and and whereas when you have your own children, you're trying, you're working, you're getting dinner on the table, you're helping with homework. It's just a whole different busy life again. I I guess having the you know grandchildren, it does. It's another positive mindset for me, and I think for most people. But like you you do say, there are people going through midlife who are bringing up grandchildren, and mm-hmm. um, I tell you. Wow, you know, yeah, I give them a lot of credit. Yeah, it seems that. there are more and more women now that ha- are having to bring up grandchildren, and I just think, wow, like the energy you would have to have to yes. to raise mm-hmm. children all over again, like mm-hmm. amazing. Yes, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So, what advice would you give to someone who's having trouble coming to terms with midlife? Or is there something you've learned that you want to share, Sue? I think I would say don't get caught up in the numbers mm-hmm. because age really is just a number. You know, if you're enjoying life at 45, then you can still enjoy it, hopefully, at 55, at 65. It's about finding those things that you enjoy doing and not taking life too seriously. There's a lot of transitions that happen in midlife and accept them for what they are. They're a transition, you know, sort of life is constantly about one cycle ending, another one starting, you know, we're we're constantly going through that. And midlife is just like that, just roll with it a bit. Yeah, I agree. Um, What about you, Deb? Is there any advice you'd like to give? I can't, I think Sue just hit the nail on the hammer. I think it's um hit the nail on the <laughs> hammer. I like that. <laughs> I like it. That's my problem right there. <laughs> See, that's that's a classic example right there. It is well, right there. And then okay. roll with it. And if somebody picks up on it, well, you just gotta laugh. If not, just keep going. <laughs> But no, exactly. I think that, you know, there's small phases, like Sue said, there's transitions, there's your body does change, and you've just got to take it for what it is. And don't get get caught up in the negativity. And just just enjoy it. It is, you know, it's a process. 
Yeah, I, you know, I think my main point is that the way we feel about our age is determined by what we think. And what I mean by that is if you're thinking, oh, my goodness, I'm too old or I'm I'm so old, I can't do something, then you're going to feel and behave old and it will stop you from living your life to the fullest. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think what has also helped me is I made a decision a while ago to try and take all the woulds, shoulds and coulds out of my thinking. And anytime I use them, I'm basically looking for an excuse not to do something. So if I change, I I would do it to I will do it or I should do it to I shall do it. And or even I could to I can. It actually mm-hmm. completely shifts your mindset. Mm-hmm. Not every time, because of course, I mean, I can come up with excuses for anything, but it does make a huge difference for me, I find. Yeah, good idea to to try that. Yeah, because, you know, anytime there's a would, should or could, there's always a but. Yeah. And anytime there's a but, then, oh, that could be his own. Yeah, well, <laughs> I had a show. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, I just find those words really stop you in your tracks and they stop you from doing something. So mm-hmm. it's just a matter of shifting your thinking into I can do it. Like if we all think like we can do anything, we told our kids that, mm-hmm. you know, we always brought our kids up to think that they could do anything. And yet we forget that we can do that, too. Mm-hmm. And maybe we won't do it, but we certainly could if we really tried. Yeah, mm-hmm. you definitely. Know. I mean, not everything. I mean, I'm a little bit too... No, never mind. Never mind. I was going to go down the road. (laughs) One thing that came up quite a few times when I was doing my interviews is the idea that we're really actually very lucky to have got to this stage because a lot of people, for whatever reason, don't. And so there were quite a few people I spoke to and they were saying, so I'm really going to make the most of it because my mum didn't make it to this age. My sister didn't make it to this age. My dad didn't make it. You know, there were all these people that hadn't made it to the age that they were. So they really felt a responsibility to kind of get out there and enjoy it and make the most of it. Well, and there's just so many opportunities now. You know, there's really no excuse not to enjoy it. And I think it just comes down to having the right mindset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to acknowledge that, you know, every day is not going to be perfect. There are going to be days when you feel like you're about 105 and you don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. But on the days when you don't feel like that, get out and do something and have a bit of fun. Oh, Go and I've... have a laugh. Yes. I think that is something that we don't realize makes a huge difference. You know, you have to laugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't have a good laugh, then I don't know. I can't speak tonight. I don't know what's going on with my head. I'm having memory lapses right it's now. It's because it's the wrong night. I'm like, yeah, I'm a little off tonight too. Yeah, it's not just me then. Okay. <laughs> I can't find my words tonight. I'm having trouble with words. But I do want to finish by sharing one of my favorite quotes by Diane Ackerman. And I share this one all the time. So if you've heard it before, like you're going to hear it again. And it says, I don't want to get to the end of my life and find that I've lived just the length of it. I want to have lived the width of it as well. I love that. And I think as we find ourselves in this marvelous place called midlife, it's time to bloody well make the most of it and live the entire width of it and not just the length of it. Mm -hmm. So I think we'll just leave it at that. Okay. 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 (laughs) So until next time, bye. Bye. Bye.